Chodeshir is dedicated um, by Sima Baron, Ilui Nishmas of Chaim Osher Ben Pesach. And I've just been presented with a Sicha of the Rebbe translated that uh, Sima has published Ilui Nishmosai and with a beautiful picture of the Rebbe uh, meeting her father. And uh, a very beautiful introduction. Chaim Moshe Ben Pesach. And Sim, if you want to say something, we can. I wanted to just indicate the Pesach that, that I yes, put down for, for, for your dad. Chazak v'matzke ato sanchil v'sa'omazeh oretz asher nishpati v'avosom v'seislehem. This is the very beginning of Sefer Yeshua. You can imagine... Uh, if anyone had to deal with a loss in the most deep and gripping and consequential way, it was probably Yoshua, who was, not, was only was so close to, no, we, we don't know of any other closer Rebbe and Talmud relationship than Moshe and Yeshua. And now Yeshua, Moshe had passed on, and Yeshua now has to strengthen himself, and he has to lead Klau Yisroh into Eretz Yisroh. Chazak Bermatz. And of course, we know Yeshua was the leader, Klai Yisrael needed at that time. Um, he was not Moshe Rabbeinu, but Hashem was with him. And they were able to achieve incredible success in Nochama and in Avodah Hashem. Um, it was a glorious period of the, the Kibush of this man, Yeshua Ben Nun. Uh, and I think that when we talk about Chaim, which of course means life, we also know it means life, eternal life for the person who passed on, but also the Chazak Ramatz for us that need to go on and move forward with the ideals that the person implanted within us. And Yoshua was clearly uh, the Talmud of Moshe Rabbeinu and went on with Chizuk and Imutz in order to Makayim that. So I know it's uh, whenever there's a yurt site, there's always that pain of that loss. I think we can take strength from Yoshua, Ches and Mem, to continue the incredible avoda that our parents have set down for us. And it seems like your father uh, was clearly a, a chosid and a big avod Hashem. And it's Hashem, it should be a schus for you. Way, it should be schus for you and your family. So I want to talk about Simcha. Because other is his man of Simcha. The Gemara says in Tainus, the statement of Rav, eventually it's Meyuchas to Rav, that the same way the Mishnah in Tainus says, that there is halachic directives about how we have to act in Chaydashov. Things that we normally would do, we need to constrain things that we'd like to build, events that we'd like to schedule, because it's nice weather, construction as well. We're mamayit, but being in Shosimcha, there's this There's a special halacha that month, not just, that's even before the week of Tishavov. Chaydushov is as man as maitus of Simcha. In fact, uh, the, the, in the post give, hi there. All right. We're trying to get the. Uh, trying to, it's my fault. We're just trying to get the uh, the screen up. Right. Um, I'm going to get underneath the table. Is that okay? fine? I'm just trying to 
So the Ismaitis of Simcha is halachically discussed. If you have a court case, move it away from that month. Other questions come up in halacha as well. What should you do during... And there's some, there's some that even say, Rav Papa's opinion is that even post Tishabov, even post Tishabov, that whole month is a month that's still, despite Tuba'ov and everything that's associated with it, Rav Papa's sheet is, is that the whole month, or Rav sheet is, I'm sorry, is that the whole month uh, has, is considered a time of difficulty. So, the question really is, why is that same halachic imperpetur, imperpetur given to of, I mean to other. It's not written in Shulchanarach, the Rambam doesn't codify it, it's not in Shulchanarach. It's a statement in the Gemara, but it seems to have, flitter, it seems to have flittered away in Halacha. Now the Mogan Avram, who is a commentator on the Shulchanarach, happens to write that, that Mishnech Soder Marvim Simcha, he doesn't, and, and uh, he, he first was to the Gemara, but it, was, it seems to be a, a difficulty that such a, a great statement that every single person you probably turn to will tell you, Marvin Basimcha, Marvin Basimcha, and yet it, it's, it was sort of like excised out of halacha. It was never codified in any, in any way. Where, where is it written? So it's written in the Gemara. The codes, the Rambam, the Shulchan Aruch, they don't, even though they give credence to to Av and the halachas that are connected to the month of Av, they don't say anything about the month of Adar in that way. Of course, they have the laws of Purim. So, this has been a, a question that, that many have asked. Most famously, uh, the Hassam Seifer. So, where is the line? It's a Gemara in Tainus on the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, again, there's Gemara and Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Mishnichnas of Matan Besimcha. The Gemara has a statement that Kishem, Kishnichnas of Matan Besimcha, Kakishnichnas Oder Marben Besimcha. That's the statement of Rab, the Amora. So that statement doesn't get into the actual codes of Halacha. Eventually, the super commentaries insert it, but it wasn't there in an essential fashion. This point was brought out by the Chassam Sefer. I put it on the email. As soon as we can get up on the board, I can show it to you. Uh, you know how his question is there. Let's see if I can see if I can read it. Yeah, this was. He says, "Why does the Rambam not say it?" Uh, and the Chassam Sefer has uh, his reason. <laughs> um, part of his reason he has a lot of. In, it's a very beautiful shuva. Um, it was written in uh, 18, um, 1816, so it's over 200 years old. But he writes in that shuva a number of points. One of the things he talks about is the fact. Yeah, yeah we got somebody working on it. Diego, thank you. Diego. Yep, no so, so we'll I see. realized I might have pulled the network junction and not the. So one of the things that we were, one of the things that we were, so I guess part of it needs to be understood. Um, Okay, so that's a strong question. The other issue is, what does it really mean? Even if uh, the, the Gemara, uh, some cipher sort of plays with this because the Gemara says, "Rabbi, is it you?" That is me. 
Okay. Okay. So you can see here, uh, everyone on the board, some sofer uh, was writing to one of his students. He says, Yafin is over, Harambam. But you didn't explain it well. I'm going to explain it. Um, and this is the piece where the Chassam Sofer tries to, where he does go into the explanation. Um, one of the things he mentions here is the fact that the Gemara talks about the Mishnah and, and the Gemara, the Gemara Mishnah explaining the Gemara. And the Gemara explains that it has to do with our mazel. It has to do with our. Some people call that luck, but really it's it's about astrology. It's about the power that God filters through the stars giving us strength or positive and negative things. That's the mazel. That there's, a sh- like from the word, like, tal yizal ketal imrosoi, the word mazel, when you say mazel tov, it has to do with a certain time of the year, a certain time that the planets align and the stars. That's why we say mazel tov, that the shefa that comes down, that's yizal, the word zal in mazel, that it actually sprinkles down and comes down and aligns itself through the star patterns in a way that it will be positive. That's the idea of mazel. And this was something that many people in the ancient world believed in, and many tanoyim and amaroyim believed in, many rishonim believed in, including the Ben Ezra and the Ramban, that astrology was not just some sort of thing, you know, cheap thing that you got uh, in the newspapers and, you know, you threw away which like uh, like the stuff that comes in a fortune cookie. That's not it was, it was taken very, very seriously and that's the idea of mazel. So Rav Papa says that an other, since Rav, Rav told us it's mar bin besimcha, so what we need to do is actually push our mazel, which means if we have a court case with a person from the non-Jewish world. So that is a time that we'll win because our mazel will be greater. And that's part of the reason why our mazel was able to overturn the negative mazel of Amalek and things that happened during that time. That's the idea of mazel. Of, of, so the Chassam Seifer says that there's a statement in the Gemara that says Yisrael doesn't have a mazel. They didn't say there's no such thing as mazolus. <laughs> the Rambam would have been happy with such a thing. The Rambam actually wrote a letter to the Chachmei Marseille saying that the belief in astrology is basically avodizara, um, and you know, the Rambam sort of willfully ignores all the parts in Chazal where they seem to give credence to uh, to astrology, and he rewrites them according to his philosophy and his mindset. But what the Chachmei brings out is that there is mazel for the non-Jews but not mazel for the Jews. Jews are beyond mazel. And that doesn't mean that we always win. <laughs> that just means that the idea of mazel doesn't play a role with us. So it's possible that some Zafer says that they have a great mazel during other as well. Amalek has a bad mazel. We aren't even mazel players at all. That's the way we look at it. Instead of like a total rejection of the idea of astrology, what we say is we don't really, we, we don't get the shefa through the stars, but the other nations do. And the other nations could still possibly beat us in a court trial uh, during order as well. So it's true, Amalek, we definitely have the power over during order. 
and Purim makes sense. But to turn the whole month into a, uh, a, a time of pushing our sense of where we're at, that doesn't necessarily apply. So this is an approach, but it's not, it's not, it's an interesting one, but it doesn't really get to the heart of what the idea of Marmar Mesimcha might mean. Now some uh, people explain that it's the, one of the reasons why uh, you can't, it wasn't codified in Halacha, and the Rambam didn't codify it in Shulchan Aruch, is because so much of it is internal. In other words, when it comes to, um, when it comes to of, but we know people would like to use that time to do the things they want to do. Stop. Don't do it. Sense that there's some difficult. This is the time of the Horban. Rein yourself in. So the physical actions can be codified. Whereas the idea of, of Simcha is so much an internal feeling that it isn't like the mitzvah of Simcha about eating uh, 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 on Yom where the mitzvah is to actually go and physically uh, bring a carbon to the Beis HaMikdosh or uh, to delight people with the things that they love to be delighted by, men and women, dresses, jewelry, children, candies. Uh, it's much more an internal idea. So it's hard to legislate that and say, oh, you need to have more simcha. Some people just are, you know, a crotchety, and they can't necessarily feel that way. That's another approach. Um, I want to share with you a couple of other uh, possibilities, and maybe give some depth to it as well. Um, let me see if we have it here. So, one of the um, it's funny how I found out about this. I'll read you the uh, events that, that happened. Um, uh, I, I always try to. I always try to uh, get this alone. Let's see if it's coming down. And it's from Rebel Yoshev. Things about Rebel Yoshev. And Rebel Yoshev um, in uh, two thousand and nine, uh, not long before uh, Rebel Yoshev passed away. I think it was about three years before, two and a half years before. Uh, Rebel Yoshev's. Uh, great-granddaughter um, was going to get married very soon, maybe even that week, to uh, Rav Sternbach, Zolgesundsein's uh, grandson. Yoshev, uh, as you know, you can give Nahama to someone uh, within the first month, the person losing their wife. So he, Rav Yoshev said, however, that he's not going to say, Hamokam Yenachem Eschem. Because Rabbi Yoshev said that Eschem, say Eschem, because it includes the person there. That's what Rabbi Yoshev told Rav Sternbach. Um, and uh, Rabbi Yoshev mentioned that if you call, and I hate people who do this, by the way, I, I try very much not to do it, I haven't done it. Uh, that when you know, even if it's a person who's have one on one time with them, and if they're sitting there talking to the person, and then I would call, that would take away from the conversation that's probably that, that seems to be essential. And why do I need to bother the other people in the house with answering the phone if the oval doesn't have the phone? That's my own way of looking at things about not calling. Um, I'll definitely, if I can, call after the shiva and, and 
or try to get over there. Anyway, but people, of course, do call during Shiv. Rabbi Yoshev says that if you do it during the telephone, um, you don't say, because the nifter is not there. True, the person's picking up the phone, but you're physically not in the space with the oval together. You happen to be talking to him, but you're not there with him. You didn't go into the phone line, and you, your body didn't appear on the other line. You're just it's a disembodied voice talking to him. So you can there you would say hamokom uh, yinach That's that's what they talked about at that time. Well, as they were talking about hamokom yinachem and talking about simcha, so Rav um, Rav Sternbach mentioned a chiddush they had found in a sefer that was written by one of the great Lutvish Gedele, of Nevardik, the Gavi Masechta, that said that, was wondering at this point about Marvin Besimcha and why it's not Malocha, and what does it mean, and why do we say Keshem, Keshenich, why do we have to compare it to Ovis altogether? So Rav Sternbach shared the Gavi Masechta with Rebel Yoshev. Uh, I'll tell you Rabbi, I'll tell you Rabbi Yoshev's, Rabbi Yoshev's response first, and we'll see what the Gaim Masechta said. Uh, if you can see up here on the board, Rabbeinu lo kibbo es advorim. Rabbi Yoshev heard it, he says, okay, uh, it sounds like a, I don't accept it. Um, what, and Rabbi Yoshev says, it's not what you say. But let's see what it was for Sternbach said it was. So I'm going to show it to you uh, inside so you can see it. This is what Rabbi Sternbach brought to the, to the pre-wedding party of and we'll see here so if you see on the board um, it might be hard to see here but I'm going to zoom in zoom in alright so the Gali Masech of Rabdovid of Nevardok he says um, Why does it say mematen besimcha? It should just say ain shmechim. If mematen besimcha means uh, there's no simcha at all during, it should say ain simcha. What's this marbin mematen? So he says like this. He says we know that sometimes you're allowed to have a sudas mitzvah even during the nine days. If you finish a masechta, if there's something that happens, however, what should you do? You should make it small. The time, the simcha can't be pushed off. The person has finished the learning, something occurs, okay, it, this calls for a simcha, there's a bris. This calls for a simcha. This is, we're not going to push off the bris, we're not going to push off the pinyin abed. It's during the nine days, it's after Rishchei but you don't have to invite everybody, it shouldn't be as big as usual. That's what we're trying to say. He says, really simcha, there's no chiv of simcha during order. But if there's any way a simcha that has popped up, and this if there's a, for example, a chasna, a bris, a, a, a siyum, lay it on thicker. Marvin besimcha. Meaning, it's not, who knows if, the, if, if, the, if they're going to want to be together. Make a vart. But we didn't invite everybody in the block. We didn't Send out for Sheikh's catering. We didn't go all the way to the nines. That's during of. During order, when a simcha arises, marbin besimcha was. We're going to have it during order. But that was what Sternbach said. 
marbin, but the simch has to be there from something else. On this, Rabbi Yochum says, I'm not accepted. Simcha means you have a right to just to, to push for simcha. You have a right to do simcha things that you should do simcha things, things that are misameh. How this conversation occurred. That's the Rabdavid of Nevantik. Rashamazalman Orbach has another way of looking at it, which maybe answers things as well. Rashamazalman says, you can see up here on the board, that even that. It doesn't mean, like Rabbi Yoshev seems to imply, that you need to do things of simcha. Meaning, we know that things can get us down. We have to remember to try to push those negative feelings away. We have a chiv to not allow the opposite of simcha to entrench itself during order. That's not the same thing about like like yontiv or uh, it's not the same sense of simcha. We have to go and uh, eat meat about something that's maybe not so bad to worry about. In other words, if maybe they're a health issue or something else. Obviously, we're not talking about putting something off that's a pikuach nevish. But if there's some type of thing that you know that 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 that, that calls for something, you know, it's going to take an emotional toll from you. So. Other is not the time to do that. And if you feel it happening, you need to mentally charge yourself. That's what Rafa Zalman says, this idea of Marbin Basimcha. And he said that he thinks that even writing down the words, Mishinich Nasodar Marbin Basimcha, and just putting it on your wall is a good idea. It's just, it's, it, it has a power. So that's the way Rav Shlomo understood the idea of, of Marbin Besimcha. Um, Rav Chaim Kanievsky, so Gesundsein, quoted his father, when he was first asked, quoted his father, but first his first answer to why it was that it's not in the Shulchan Aruch, because he says it's not a mitzvah, it's a hanhoga, it's something good. Not everything, the Shulchan Aruch is not the comprehensive book of books. The Rambam we know isn't. <laughs> there are definitely anhogos tovos, as we would say, positive things that that should happen that uh, that aren't necessarily put in that book. That's his answer. Then he says, "But my father was a tzaddik, as we know. His father, the Kilos Yaakov, uh, was called the Stiper because he came from the city of Hornstiper. Hornstiper. So he's known that that was shortened to Stiper." Hornish Stipor, so that's why he was known as the Stipor of. So his father, the Kilos Yaakov, uh, used to drink wine, especially every day of Odr. He would specifically sit down and have wine, not even when it wasn't Shabbos. And that was his way of indicating, we know wine's connected to Zimcha, he would drink some wine. How much? I don't know. Maybe some nice spring water. Nobody listening on our podcast of saying Amen. Listening live or here, even if you'd listen live, it'd probably be a question. So that's what Rav Chaim Kanievsky said. Uh, I, since uh, we're talking about Chabad Chosid, I'll, I'll, I'll be Messiah here with a uh, site from Baba Chereba. Baba Chereba, when it came to Memait and Besimcha, explained that of course you have to be Memait. Of course you shouldn't uh, invite more people. 
you shouldn't, it's not a time to, to be expansive, but still retain the simcha. Memaitin? Yes. We're talking about limiting a person, but do it bisimcha. Mematim bisimcha. Simcha needs to permeate the way you're mamayit. It shouldn't cause you to be depressed. It's the Ratzon Hashem. It's the Ratzon and the Chachamim. The Chorbim makes make the happen. The Chachamim want us to show Avelos, but not to eliminate the Simcha that's inside of you. The Simcha is still there. You still can put on tefillin. If it's not, you still can do mitzvahs. You can still, so many, many mitzvahs you're able to do, and there's still a sense of growth and development that comes out of Simcha. True, I'm a Mayat, but I, I, I submit to the Ratzon Hashem. And even if I understand that I have to think the thoughts that should make me sad about the Chorban, I still have not eliminating what's permeating within me, which is this sense of inner Simcha. As we know, the, the, the Malbim and others explain, the Ksav Kabbal and others explain, that the difference between Simcha and Soson is that Soson is external. Like Kim Sos Choson Alkala, the the joy of a, of 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 a of a, of a bridegroom dancing wildly in front of his kala, bringing her. That's Kim Sos. That's the way. That's that image that we have of the Jewish people and God. Kim Sos, Sin Vav Sin, but Simcha, as we say in the in in, in Kelodo, Smechem B'Tzeisam, that the planets are B'Simcha when they leave. For their job, the simcha is the internal confidence and idea that they're going to get the job done. And sason is when you come back afterwards. And I've done it. The planets haven't yet shown on the earth, but they know what they can do. They know that they've been given this, this power to be able to glide through the atmosphere and shine so there's smechim b'tzeisam when they leave they haven't done anything yet but there's a sense of simcha an inner confidence and being able to do things that's what simcha is about Shamshan for Hirsch connects the word simcha to the word to the word tzamach which is growth tzadi memches is growth sin memches is simcha the two he feels are connected because they're both internal and they both are the same thing. Because simcha, the simcha you have as a 20-year-old is not the simcha you have as a 30-year-old, as a 40-year-old. Simcha is a maturity, an understanding, a, a sense of confidence, and, 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 and realization of the goodness and greatness of the gifts that God has given you and where you're going. That's what simcha is. So, using the Rebbe's Yusoid, it's very easy in order to do all the external stuff. We're going to have parties, there's going to be a masiba, there's going to be a Purim bash, there's going to be a carnival, there's going to be incredible stuff going on and you have the anticipation and you're buying the costumes, you're getting the presents and you're doing all that stuff and, 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 and your mouth is watering over all the goodies that you're buying and packing up. So you're being marbe. But is an internal simcha the same way it is by of? By of, we know that's what it is, because that's all it can be. In of, when everything external is sort of anti, simcha is in its purest form. Because when the external is all crying and, 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 and not getting a bunch of friends together and dancing and, and, and not, sh- not necessarily bathing and looking your best, simcha, the simcha is that strength 
that's there, that's what Rav says. The same way that's pure simcha, like the Rebbe says. That's the real simcha. By of, when we're mamaitim b'simcha, the simcha is revealed in its essence. Because the external actions aren't there. It's only the internal. In the same way, when other happens, when we know there's going to be ribui, when you're going to have marbin, the marbin should be b'simcha as well. And it should be just as pure. So, of course, and when it is such as pure, then you can actually meld both of these things together. That the all the joy is actually tethered to true internal simcha. And that way, that's maybe the reason why Rav decided to put these two things together. doesn't necessarily explain why, again, you can use any of the other explanations why it's not in Shulchan Aruch. But I think that's a, uh, a, a, a way that I think can perhaps gives us uh, uh, a method to not be disappointed either when you know the Purims and things don't go our way. And a lot of times, you know, just so that people talk about Thanksgiving and other things like that, these you always hear that these big holiday occasions, you have many people who it's the most exciting thing in the world for, and yet others, you know, they say, oh, I can't take it. I don't like all these big family get-togethers. I, I don't know, I, I get nervous. I think part of it is because they're stressing so much on the external aspects of that simcha. I think if we take Rav's uh, Asora, like the Reb explains what besimcha means, I think that that's going to be a, that's going to be a key that no matter how your Purim goes exactly, always uh, that would be besimcha and continue on it. Okay, so, all right.